I want you to take away that your dreams are the most powerful part of who you are. Your dreams are your superpower. They will be brutally honest with you. They will guide you. They will inspire you. They will help you problem solve. They will give you an edge in life like you've never had. They are your built-in GPS, your built-in best friend, your built-in therapist. So pay attention to them. Hey friends, welcome to The Good Life with Michelle Lamoureux, a show for women in midlife who want to live happier, healthier, and more meaningful lives. I'm your host, Michelle Lamoureux, a self-love coach and the author of Design a Life You Love, and together we're going to be doing just that. Each week I bring on world-class experts, best-selling authors, leading entrepreneurs, and also do solo casts with the intention of inviting you to get connected to what you really desire from your life. This show is produced with love every week. There's inspiration and actionable tips in every episode because I want to see women playing a starring role in their lives instead of living on the sidelines. Be sure to join the Good Life Community newsletter over at thegoodlifecoach.com for more inspiration and tips to live your best midlife. And make sure you're following the show on your favorite podcast player. I'm so glad that you're here. Hey friends, welcome back. Today we have an interesting and fun conversation for you. One I actually have been wanting to have for a really long time. We're going to be talking about why we dream. Joining us is Lori Quinn Lowenberg, who is a certified dream analyst and author of the book, Dream On It, Unlock Your Dreams, Change Your Life. She's best known as dream expert to the stars and has been featured on hundreds of radio stations across North America and the UK and on national television shows such as The Today Show, Dr. Oz, The View, Good Morning America, uh, Daily Pop on E! and more. Lori is a speaker and member of the International Association for the Study of Dreams, which is an organization whose purpose is to conduct and encourage research into the nature, function, and significance of dreaming. Welcome, Lori. Thank you so much for having me. Such a fascinating conversation to be having. I'm really excited. You know, I had a um, sleep expert, a doctor on the show, Mm -hmm. and I asked her about the nature of dreams. And that's not what they, you know, that's not a part of their study. They're going to help you sleep and stay asleep and navigate, let's say, menopause and sleep and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) But dreams aren't on the table. It's really interesting. It's, you know, also in psych courses and universities, barely scratch the surface of dreaming, if at all. That is starting to change. But when I started out back in early 90s studying dream psychology, you couldn't find it in any university. And it drives me crazy because there is nothing more introspective and helpful to the self than your dreams. I think that dreaming is the most powerful part of who we are. Yeah, but I think we misunderstand them or we just like want to like sometimes just forget them, to be honest. So I'm really excited to understand more about them. And for sure, it's unbelievable to me that like however long you sleep, whether that's six hours or 10 hours, you know, a night that we all dream. And yet we just like, go, oh, yeah, I had that weird dream. And we, um, so many of us are always talking about, oh, I had a weird dream or you were in my dream. A college roommate just was like, hey, I saw us all on a bus recently being driven by another 
person that we went to school with. Like we talk about it, but we actually don't really think much beyond them unless they're really upsetting, I think. Correct. Very correct. That most of my clients come to me because of the upsetting dreams. Yeah. But the the truth is that all of our dreams are very important and are telling us something. They're connected to something going on in our real life. And yeah, you know, it's a shame that we dismiss them so much. We may say, oh, this was funny, ha, ha, ha. And then we just move on with our day and don't try to look into it and understand it. But my tagline is dreams are messages from you to you about you in order to improve you. Wow. And we don't even scratch the surface on it. Like you said, even in psychology courses, I did have in my twenties, a therapist who's like, oh yeah, I can interpret dreams or something. I don't know if she studied it. I don't know if this is based on, would it be Carl Jung? I don't know. Um, it was interesting to be able to do it, but you know, beyond that, um, so every once in a while, I'll be like, okay, I had this dream. Let's unpack this because I, I don't Do know. Do you feel she was helpful? Um, I'm trying to remember because it was so long. I was, I was in my <laughs> 20s, so it was like 25 years ago. Um, I think honestly, yes. And also just being able to talk about the dream versus just ignore it, I think is help. Yes, actually, she was helpful. And when we okay, get to good. some of the recurring dreams, because I know this follows, falls in that category. Maybe I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But yes, actually thinking back, she was helpful. Um, but I also interviewed a 102-year-old physician, Dr. Wow. Gladys McGarry. And in her book, she talks about dreams. And when I interviewed her, I asked her about dreaming because she she knows that it's important. She's the mother of holistic medicine. Mm, okay. So she gets it. And um, in her book, she even talks about how she helped cure her cancer from her dream. Ah, I can believe that. Yes. So, and I'm thinking, gosh, but most of us don't know what to do with that. And so I I had her on a few months ago. And so again, this is why I'm excited to dive into it with an expert, but tell us, how did you get into it? Because, you know, like you said, it's not even really that mainstream. People don't really know what to do with dreams. And yet you Mm -hmm. pursued this as a career. So how did that come about? (laughs) Yes. So I didn't actually grow up thinking, oh, I when I grow up, I want to be a dream analyst. <laughs> I right. had no idea there was such a thing. But I was always, always very interested in my dreams. I can remember them since I was two years old. Been a vivid dreamer my whole life. When I was little, I would draw them. As I got older, I started to write them down. And only because I was so fascinated by them and I hated waking up and having to leave that really cool, magical world. But I had no idea what a really wonderful thing I was doing for myself by essentially documenting the other side of my mind. But it wasn't until I was 19 and my grandfather died and he's the first person close to me that ever died. So it was very impactful. You know, it it hit very hard. I went into a depression. We were close, Mm. you know. Yeah. Two weeks after his death. um, And also, you know, I was raised Christian and that there's life after death, you know, heaven and everything. But his death and seeing the open casket took all that away and it shattered everything all my beliefs um two weeks after his death i had this dream that he and i were in a museum and i knew he was dead and we're walking arm in arm through this museum and so i asked him what is it like where you are and he said well i can't tell you that but what i can tell you is that it's secure 
And I remember that word secure. Yeah, it's an interesting word. It was an interesting word. And then he gave me a hug and he started walking up the staircase and I began to wake up and I could still feel him Mm. and I could smell his old spice. Mm. And I was like, wow, that felt way different than any other dream I've ever had. And the word secure stuck with me. I'm like, what? What could that mean? I started thinking about it over the next few days and that it makes sense when you're no longer on this physical realm and in this physical body, nothing can hurt you anymore. You can't have any more pain. You can't have any more sickness. You're not going to grow old and die anymore. You know, it's, you're secure. Anyway, um, that was the dream that propelled me to want to study dream psychology. So I'm like, what was that I just experienced? Why do we do this? What does it mean? Are we going somewhere? Mm. And so long story short, um, after studying dream psychology, I was really impressed with how practical dreams actually are. They seem very ethereal, otherworldly, magical, Mm -hmm. you know, but they're so practical and they're very much a part of your daily life. And they are basically a thinking process and they're just helping you get life right. Mm. Thanks for sharing that story about your grandfather. It brought me to tears a little bit, especially Aww. the fact that you could still feel him and smell him. I mean, we can get yeah. into it because I am curious about I That is one of the questions I have. Um, but I don't want to jump ahead only because normally I might just kind of follow something, but I, I kind of want to create like a foundation for understanding and build on that because I think like you're saying, there's a usefulness to these dreams and I want people to really get it and sort of layer it based on some of the stuff I read on your website and and about dreams in general. I just want to understand foundationally, um, why do why do we dream? We dream because we think. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's it's not terribly deep and and hard to um, understand why we dream is just because we think and and um, our dreams are a continuation of our thought process from the day. So, okay. you know, you have that stream of consciousness going through your brain all day long. You're talking to yourself all day long. You're loading the dishwasher. You're talking to yourself. You're driving to work. You're talking to yourself. You're laying in bed, drifting off to sleep. You're talking to yourself. That same stream of consciousness, those same thoughts continue on as you drift off, once you enter REM sleep, REM dream sleep, about 90 minutes into sleep, that thought process picks back up and you're still thinking and talking to yourself. But now, since the brain is working differently, different parts of the brain are dormant, like the prefrontal cortex that controls rational linear thoughts, pretty much dormant. Other parts of the brain are very active. The amygdala, the emotional center of the brain is very active. So your brain's working differently. So you're not thinking in words anymore. You're thinking in emotions and basically metaphors, symbols. You're also thinking on a much, much deeper, more focused level than you are when you're awake because your eyes are closed. You've turned out the outside world. There's no distractions. It's just you, yourself, and you. <laughs> so you're, you've gone very deep inward into yourself. And, and you're thinking about your day. You're thinking about what's on your mind the most, what's affecting you the most right now in your life. You're problem solving. You're coming up with ideas. Um, you're correcting things that have gone wrong. Um, you're going through dress rehearsal. Mm. Dreaming serves a lot of purposes. 
And depending on what you're going through right now in your life. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to ask. So it's based on the current time, like it's the now versus something 10 years ago. You're processing the now. It's focusing on the now. However, there are elements from our past that affect the now. Right. Our dreams. Unresolved stuff potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Things that you never, trauma from the past, um, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When something's hanging, when you don't get closure. Oh, uh, 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 right. Loosens, you know, things that that still sit with you. Right. Thing unresolved. Yeah, unresolved issues and situations. So things from the past will show up in our dreams simply because it is affecting you in some way today and your subconscious is trying to address that. Okay. And it's interesting because I'm a first-time pet owner a couple of years ago, we got a dog and I remember texting the breeder and I'm like, I think the dog's having um, a seizure. It was, he was sleeping and he was dreaming Oh, <laughs> and, yes. I, and his whole body was shaking uh-huh. and he was squealing and looked like he was running in his sleep. Yes. And I had never had a dog. She's oh, like, that is so cute. <laughs> yes. So she's like, he's just dreaming and it's actually really healthy. And he's just processing like, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so I, I feel like I've learned a bit from him and watching him because the mammals, the animals in our lives, like, you know, he shakes stuff off during the day, right? Like if you pat him too much or something like they shake the energy off. Yes. And uh as he's sleeping, it's like a full on body experience of just kind of letting that stuff go, which is, I think why they bounce back every morning with so much love and excitement to see you because they've kind of processed it, but we're more complex. I feel like I know that, right. We're more complex. We, we carry stuff and we remember, and we're not shaking things off. Right. And we're not. Um, so you say that nothing in dreams is random. Nothing in dreams is random. And you realize most of us say, Oh, I had the most random dream. last." Yes. People tell me that every single day. Oh, it's so random. Like, well, actually, no, it's not. It's not random at all. And the specifics in your dream matter. Every single little detail has a purpose and is connected to something within yourself or within your life. Um, Our dreams will carefully piece together the story, the the emotions, even the colors you see in your dream, whatever Mm. shirt you may be wearing, the plant that you notice in your dream, everything in your dream is put there for a reason and is part of the message. Every little thing is a piece of the puzzle. And when you put it all together, like putting a puzzle together, you get the big picture. Except that most of us don't know that language. We've not been taught and it's confusing. We've not been taught and we're still not being taught, which again is why I'm glad we're having this conversation. I'm trying. (laughs) No, when you've done your book and you're, you've obviously you're out there like on all the media, which is fantastic. And I found you from reading an article in Mind Body Green and I was like, oh, this is on dreams. And the reason I found it, it was because I was Googling what does this, the significance of this dream. And then that article popped up. So when something is sort of over the top or confusing or like so vibrant, like a color, I might be like, what does a hot pink butterfly represent? Or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? When you just see something so unusual, I know there's a message. And then I read something and just try to see if it resonates. But is the language consistent or does it depend on the person? Right. So there are what we call archetypes in our dreams, which are certain symbols or things that show up in our dreams that 
kind of mean the same thing across the board. Okay. But for the most part, dreams are very much colored by the person's own personal experience. Makes sense. But for example, an archetype of, say, being chased. Yes. Really common dream. Mm -hmm. For the most part, across the board, it happens when there's something going on in your real life you're avoiding. So you're running from an issue, you're running from a confrontation you don't want to have, you're running from an obligation, or maybe even trying to distance yourself from something in the past. Mm. Um, Another common archetype is, well, dog. (laughs) The most dreamt of animal is the dog. Okay. And so for most of us, the dog in a dream, even if it's your actual pet or a dog that doesn't actually exist in real life, Mm. the dog will likely represent a loyalty, friendship, companionship within a relationship in your life. So that's Mm. what, that is the nature of a dog. That's what dogs are known for. Mm. However, if you were brutally attacked by a dog and now you have this phobia of dogs, then they may symbolize feeling victimized to you. So you know, depending on your personal experience will always come into play. But then we have, you know, this basic skeletal framework of archetypes that are kind of will fit for most people. That's so interesting. I was bit by a dog when I was a little girl in my bottom of all places. I was oh, a no. neighbor's dog. <laughs> and um, I think the dream I had about, I had dreamt once that a dog bit my hand. And when I woke up, my hand hurt. So why does it care? How does the pain or the sensation carry right. from dream to waking? And okay. maybe that was because maybe that was me processing that experience, even if it was years later. I don't know. Well, there's a couple reasons. Um, sometimes outside interference will worm its way into the dream. So like if you're sleeping on your hand weird, oh. you might dream like a car drives over your hand. But sometimes... Actually, a lot of times when you experience physical pain in a dream, say you get shot in the back in your dream, you wake up and you're feeling it. That is physical pain in a dream is almost always connected to emotional pain in real life. Mm. So you may be feeling emotionally wounded by someone who did something behind your back. And it's so, it is permeated so deeply into your psyche that it resonates as physical pain. Wow, that's so, and that 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 one I had was a long time ago. What if you dream about like a friend who's betraying you in a dream, but it's somebody you fully trust in real life? Okay, so you first want to turn the dream on yourself. Because remember, dreams are, always start with you. Dreams are all about you. Um, everything in the dream represents some part of the self or something that directly affects the self. So the friend may represent some part of yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You may be betraying, you know, maybe you cheated on your diet or, you know, something else, or maybe you broke your own rules in some way. Mm. That's fascinating. Tell us a couple other dream, um, common dream archetypes. Cause I think, you know, I asked my audience, I said, I'm going to be interviewing a professional dream analyst. And I said, you know, what are some, you know, uh, 
ones you want to questions or you might have. And it was so interesting because a lot of the ones it was like being chased, like the, mm-hmm. you know, the 911 call, the flying, are these common dream archetypes or are those not yes. the archetypes? Those are the dream symbols. What's the, I don't know yes. if that's the same thing. Uh, well, they're, they're basically the same symbols okay. and archetypes. Um, yeah. But the archetype is the one that is, you know, a symbol may be um, just like uh, a frog in your toilet. That's a symbol. But the archetype would be the bathroom, you know, the bigger, broader the room element of the dream. Yeah. So you mentioned um, what the, you said, like being chased. That, and, yeah, being oh, the nine one one dream. Okay, so calling nine one one. Yeah, that's that's really common now. And there's always something wrong with the phone. You know, always, or you, or you get through and they can't hear you. Yeah, you're never able to or, get through. Right, they don't want to respond or like. Yeah, I yes. used to. That was the one I was processing with the therapist. It was the call nine one one. It was like okay. all the time. Like, oh, all the time. Okay, oh, that was also, a recurring dream. That was a recurring we need to talk dream. about recurring dreams too. Why we get them. Okay. Two main reasons. So anyway, the 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 dream where you're trying to call 911 is because there's somewhere in your real life where you need to ask for help. Mm. It could be anything from you need financial assistance or maybe you need more help around the house or maybe you need help with an idea or help in your business. This is but, a lot of times in my thir- or, 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 like 20s. These are the dreams. The 911 was in my 20s. So Do you knows? know what it was that you needed help with? In real yeah, life? I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it was, gosh, again, it's so long ago, but I'm trying yeah. to remember what the therapist had said at the time. Because I think she did, it was sort of like, yeah, maybe it was like not feeling safe around some issue and then reaching out to some external source. And then it, that source was never available. But it was maybe about my my own need to show up for myself. Okay. So this is exactly yeah. This is where the specifics will come into play. Like what goes wrong with the phone? Why are you not getting through? The specifics will give you a lot more insight. Those are the clues. So if the phone is broken, yeah, it would be because your ability to communicate this need for help is broken. What if you get through, but they just don't want to help you or can't hear you? So that that was mine. That's the consistent There's someone in your life that's not hearing you. Okay. So back then, maybe that's what it was. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. These are fun. This is, it's, it's so interesting, but it's also not random. It's not. No, nothing is random. Everything in your dream, every little detail. When when I do a, a dream consultation with someone, you know, they'll just tell me their dream, but then as we walk through it, I ask more questions about the dream that they didn't think to tell me, like, you know, what they'd seen or felt yeah, or smelled. And what or... were you thinking at that point, right then, that moment in the dream, what was going through your mind? Because mm. what you're thinking to yourself in the dream is very, very, very important. What is said in the dream, any conversation you have, anything you say in a dream, anything that's said to you in a dream is very, very important, you know, and like, you're running in the dream. Okay. Are you running away from something or are you running to something? Mm. All these things play a very important part in what's going on in your life right now. It's funny because sometimes you can have the sense that a dream is healing. You know, you're shifting, like you're becoming yeah. more comfortable in your skin or more powerful or more confident or you've healed something. And the wow. dream, like I'll have that sense, but I won't quite know or why the dream had to be so like almost like a nightmare but yet you still feel like okay as horrible as that was like i feel good today like it's like an energetic shift 
Can you yeah, talk about you, that? You, yes, because you you know dreams help us process um, problems. Dreams are our built-in problem solvers. Okay, and it, because it is thinking, um, and you know when you have a dilemma, you say, "Okay, I'm going to sleep on this." You're dreaming on it. That's why people say that because you dreamed on it. That's the name of my book, by the way, Dream On It. Um, because through the dreaming process, you figured it out. You came up with a solution that was tailor-made for you. And that's the thing about dreams. Therapists, of course, are very helpful, unbelievably beneficial, but nothing knows what you need better for you than yourself. Mm. And you are telling yourself what you need in your dreams. Okay. So... So let's stay on this existing theme and then I want to ask you about how we can use them. But so more on the um, archetypes. So yeah, a dream, the other person said like dreaming about like you, you dreamt about your grandfather, dreaming about someone you love, passing away, you passing away. Like, are these also common? Yeah, death dreams. Death is a big archetype Okay, um, in our dreams. And that is one that'll really kick you in your butt <laughs> because it feels so real in the dream, whether it's your own death or the death of your child. Um, the death or of parents, your spouse, someone parent, you love, yeah, yeah you care your partner, about. yeah. You feel that grief, you know, it's very, very real. But remember, dreams are symbolic. It mm. is not a literal language. It is a metaphoric language. So death to the dreaming mind is not about, it's about the end of life as you now know it. So it's about things changing, things ending a phase of life changing, a shift happening. Death dreams help us let go of that which is no longer viable so that we can embrace that which is to come. Death dreams help us grow. Mm. Um, using the example of dreaming that your child dies, um, that that's the hardest one. Um, but those dreams happen when your child has gone through a milestone. When they learn to crawl, when they learn to walk, when they go off to school, when they learn to drive, when they go to college, you know, all these things are little deaths. It's the the death of that phase of their life. And it's the way we mourn the end of that child that we once knew so that we can also embrace the older, more independent child that is emerging. Okay. So if you dream about a parent passing away or something like that, it's not necessarily a per- it's not not necessarily. It's not a prophetic, right? And a lot of times, again, this is where it can get tricky. It Could might be. be more about you. Oh, got you know, it. Your role as parent, you know, is your child moving out of the house? You may dream your parent is dying because mm. that sense of parenting is no more. Mm. So got we, it. as women, will dream of our mothers on average once a week, and. Most of the time, the mother, our mother and our dream will represent our own role as mom. Mm. So tell us about um, nightmares. Why Mm -hmm. do we have nightmares? Okay. So nightmares are the most important dreams of all, even though they're the most horrible of all. They're the most important of all because nightmares are trying to help us. As all dreams are, nightmares are helpers as well. Okay. And they're they're trying to help us with our most upsetting and difficult issues. Things that we have ignored, things that we are mishandling, things that are just too upsetting to yep. go there. 
Yeah. And so the subconscious dreaming mind is not like complacency. So when we are not handling something correctly or we're just ignoring it uh, because it's too upsetting, the subconscious will step in and will pretty much slap us in the face in the form of a nightmare and say, all right, enough. We have got to correct this. Okay. And so as horrible and scary, consider it a gift in some way. It has an important message. Yes, it is a gift. Absolutely it is. Because it is your subconscious telling you, we got to fix this enough. We've, we've, you know, let this, it's, it's, it's an opportunity to conquer. Okay. That's what the nightmare is. It's giving you an opportunity to conquer something that you have allowed to overpower you. Okay. Um, Recurring dreams. Recurring dreams. Yes. Are also important. And there's two main reasons we get recurring dreams. One is it is connected to a recurring behavior pattern. Hmm. These are usually recurring dreams that are lifelong dreams. Like, you know, my whole life, I get that dream where I can't find a restroom or I can't find a suitable toilet and I have to pee. That would be connected to the recurring behavior pattern of holding things in rather than speaking up and expressing something you're upset about. Mm. So the toilet is your emotional, psychological plumbing. And you're not what if using the toilet's it? always clogged and gross? Right. You're holding it in. <laughs> your subconscious is giving you a very interesting visual to show you what your psyche looks like when you hold in your negativity. Yeah. Or you can't find a clean bathroom to use. Yeah. Yeah. What it's is just, that? Or, or, or concern about a, a really common one is concern about like maybe there's no stalls on the bathroom. And yeah. They're, they're open or something. Yes. Yeah, like it's so a room of toilets. What That's is because that? you, you care too much about how others perceive you. Oh, and so, so you don't want to come across as a bitch. So you just, you're polite and you don't speak up or whatever the case may be. Oh, that's or you don't know how, yeah, you don't know how to say it. So the other reason we get recurring dreams is because it's connected to an ongoing issue. Now, these recurring dreams are usually temporary. You've only had, I keep getting the same dream or the same theme in my dream for the last three weeks, you know, or, or the last couple months. So those are usually connected to a current ongoing issue that has yet to be resolved. So for as long as the issue continues, so will the dream. So, so you're kind you, of stuck. Okay. Current dreams let us know that we're stuck, stuck somewhere, somewhere. In an issue or in a behavior. So, and they're not literal necessarily. No, they're and not And the literal. people we're dreaming about are maybe parts of ourselves. Yes. Unless not- it's someone like your spouse, your child, someone that's in the home under the same roof that you deal with daily. They'll usually play okay. themselves. They play themselves. Okay. What if you dream about um, an infidelity? Mm, okay. The cheating dream. Yeah. Because these are, I is, was reading like there's recurring yes. dreams also have common themes, right? Like showing mm-hmm. up for the yeah. class, I'm prepared for the test. Yes. You have those over and over. Yes. Yes. The infidelity, I was reading on your thing. So what, are, what does that represent? Okay. So the cheating dream. It, now, if, if you dream that your partner is cheating and you have no reason to suspect it and there's not infidelity in the past, then this means that there is something in the relationship that feels like a third wheel. It could be work. Maybe your partner is just spending way too much time at work. Maybe they have a side hustle. Maybe there's a new baby and the baby is the one getting all the attention. 
you know, it, it can be that perhaps they're, they're, um, spending way too much time in the man cave, or maybe they take up for their mother instead of for you. And you're feeling cheated by that. So interesting. What are, um, lucid dreams? Okay. Have you had one? A, a lucid dream? Oh, yes. Is, yeah. They're yeah. so cool. They're so, so tell cool. us what it is for someone who doesn't know what it is. Okay. So a lucid dream is when you are in the midst of a dream and then you realize you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. And it is so, it is the most amazing experience on this planet. It, however, you're shaking your head no. So a lot of people become lucid in the midst of a nightmare completely that's when i become lucid yes they realize it's a dream and then they use it to wake up and get out of the dream but literally i punch my face like in the dream i'm screaming and punching my face to wake wake yourself up up. yeah i punch myself (laughs) in the face (laughs) okay stop doing that bad not not really it's like like a knowing that i am but i don't physically see myself you do stay in the dream it's an opportunity to slay your dragon Stay in the dream and whatever the upsetting element is, say it's an axe murderer. Look it's at so it. so funny. And- my, my audience is getting a sneak into my psyche here. I mean, <laughs> part of why I'm sharing is because I know that like when this, you know, people from my newsletter were sending their, I was like, oh yeah, I've had like all these dreams you're asking about. Like there wasn't anything that they sent other than maybe one had this something. She's, she has horses. So she dreamt about horses. Mm-hmm. And I, but so, so I don't mind, but yes, but what about if like I had one once where I was being sucked into the wall of my bedroom, this was mm. as like a teenager and I was holding on for dear life and it was like a dead relative <laughs> trying to suck me through the wall. And I'm like, mm. I just want to wake up. I know this is a dream and I couldn't. Okay. So I punched so myself in the face. Here's what you do <laughs> in dreams like that. Once you get that awareness, this is a dream. Don't wake up stay in it because that means you are then able to have a conversation with your subconscious self but while you're as conscious. they're trying to pull me into yeah. the wall like yeah. i feel like i was you can take control. another dimension yeah. you can take control okay. once you realize it's a dream you can turn the hole that's sucking you in into a, a gateway a beautiful golden gate and oh, walk so into, you become intentional in the dream and you go oh, you no, no, no. direct it you take control you can do anything there's no rules there are no rules at all whatsoever you can do anything and i always tell my clients once you you know dismantle the scary thing mm. ask a question say more so even if like in your dream okay you did have a dead relative you mm-hmm. could say okay what Why? are you trying to tell me? What is this? Me through the wall. Yeah. yeah. What, what's, what are you trying the to tell me? Yeah, and you'll get an answer. Your dream will answer you. Now, sometimes there may not be anything else in the dream, which I, I have had lucid dreams where there was nothing else in there. And I would just ask the dream itself. What do you, what do I need to know right now? That's, that's my go-to. What do I need to know right now? And you'll get an answer. You could also make someone appear before you, you know, Johnny Depp. Hey, they're handsome. What do I need to know? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can. Well, what about if you dream about celebrities? I've been hanging with Oprah and Brad Pitt. Yes. And like, what are those dreams? Okay. So again, they are about you. They yeah, represent course. some part of you. So here's, here's the trick to figuring out what the celebrity means. What first comes to mind when you think, who did you mention? Oprah? Oprah. Okay. What comes to mind when you think of her? Uh, powerful. 
Okay. So she would likely represent your ability to have that kind of power, mm-hmm. maybe in media, because she's, you know, like the queen yeah. in that respect. Yeah. So she could rep- represent that aspect of yourself that has that talent and power to reach that level. Interesting. So you just have to, it's about having more curiosity around like who, and then of course it is more personalized because me dreaming yeah. about someone. What about if you dream about an ex? You, you mentioned this as yes, one of the recurring the ex. The What's ex that? Is, and also it depends on which Especially ex. when you don't care. Well, what if it was like, a sh- uh, all right, I'll just short, but like intense relationship. And then that person just keeps showing up. It's okay. recurring. Yeah. So intense and then it was like hot and heavy and amazing intense? and brief yeah and, okay so it, it could the exes that we dream about especially if they're distant exes very distant it's, it's no longer they're not playing themselves but they represent something some dynamic in that relationship so that ex could represent passion so oh, interesting intensity interesting. so when he shows up in the dream of course then you know What's going on in the dream? Are you getting back together with them? Are you having conversations? Totally aloof, unavailable, won't acknowledge, like it doesn't connect with me. It's very, it's me. It's kind of mean. Like, it's like, I'm still wondering, do you like me or don't you like me? Okay. Turn that conversation onto yourself. Oh, interesting. Do I like myself? (laughs) I mean, now I would say hundred percent, maybe. I mean, I haven't had one of those in a while, but I remember after the, I lived in Boston after the Boston marathon bombing, I woke up that morning and he had been in my dream and was holding my hand and I could still feel him holding my hand. Hmm. So for, I don't, he wouldn't be the person I would think about for support, if you will. Well, okay. Let's figure that out. Cause that's very interesting. Um, Literally could feel it for like a while, kind of like your grandma. You mentioned that the uh, romance was very brief. Yeah, it was a few months. So how did it end? I ended it. Why? Because he was older and I knew my heart would be so broken if I was that crazy about him so fast that I was like, he's not going to want what I want in terms of relationship for like 10 more years. So you were protecting your heart? 100%. Okay. You needed to protect your heart after the bombing. Oh, wow. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I felt that. Oh, that's so cool. And he's holding your hand, not just for support, but also the hand. Remember, everything in a dream matters. So the hand is your ability to handle the aftermath of this. You can handle it. You'll be okay. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Well, (laughs) um, how do we, so how do we work with our dreams? Because people, I mean, I've obviously shared and you've sort of like analyzed some sort of impromptu, but like you say we can work with them. You say, Mm -hmm. talk, you know, talk to ourselves in the dreams, prep our head. Like, what are we doing before bed? Are we like, what's a practice that we should be following? Okay. You got to journal them. You have to journal them. Okay. Every day, every day, every day. Every day when you don't, you're you're just, it's like your phone's ringing and you're not picking it up or you're getting text messages and you're ignoring them. Okay. Okay. So we're writing them down and are we trying to analyze them? Here's here's what you're going to do. Yes, please. You're going to get a journal and it's going to be spiral bound. Okay. Because it's just easier to work with. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And half and, okay. Before you go to bed, before you turn out your light and go to sleep, you're going to write down your day on the left side 
And you're going to write down the conversations you had, the emotions you experienced, what was on your mind the most, you know, what you struggled with, what you accomplished. You're going to write all that down on the left. You're going to go to sleep. You're going to have your dreams. When you wake up in the morning, you're going to write your dreams on the right side. Oh, I like this. Because remember, your dreams are a continuation of what you just wrote down on the left. Mm. They are um, responding to the what happened, what you put down on the left. And then you've got them side by side. Your day and your dreams are side by side. So you can more easily connect the dots and you might see that you um, had an argument with your mom and then you dreamt you were attacked by a bear. Mm. And so then you can see, oh, okay, this... This, yeah, I did feel attacked. You know, my mother was all over my case, you know. And then you might notice as time goes on, you dream of bears a lot. <laughs> okay, my mom is that bear. My subconscious sees my mother as a bear. Mm. So you get a better um, perception of how things really are, how your relationships are, how your behaviors are, how you know, you handle accomplishments or or you'll begin to see be, um, patterns and why you never get anywhere. You know, it's um, the longer you keep your day in your dream journal, it's a measuring stick. It'll show you your progress or lack thereof. Wow, this is so it, good. It'll show you all kinds of things. And if we don't understand a symbol, how do we start? How do we call you? Okay, so here's a rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To figure out the symbol. Yeah. Um, Pretend you're writing a entry for Webster's Dictionary. Okay. So say you dreamt of a shoe. <laughs> what would your definition of a shoe be? Or say you dreamt of a spider. What is your definition of a spider? What is the nature of a spider? What is a spider known for? What does a spider do? What would you write? Or another one is pretend you're teaching a kindergartner about what a spider is. Whatever you come up with, the meaning of that spider will be in that description that you came up with. A a, a rational, like logical answer of what a spider is or what for me a spider is? A little of both. A little of both. Using the spider is, yeah, right. And and I, for example, love spiders. I used to have a pet tarantula. Yeah, I read that about you, (laughs) meatloaf. Yes. yes. Thank you for remembering. Yes, meatloaf. So yes, I had a client. Yeah. Yes. I had a client who dreamt that a spider was attacking her foot. So I gave her that little trick. I said, okay, describe a spider. What would you teach a kindergartner? She goes, well, they, they invade your home. So that's a very unique description yeah, to her. Is. Yeah. And you and wouldn't s- have that one. I wouldn't say that. No, you'd be like, they're pets. They're yeah, they're, they're cool. They, yeah, they move really beautifully. You know? yeah. yeah. So to her, they're home invaders. I said, okay, have you felt invaded lately by anyone? And she goes, yes, my former best friend stole my diary. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, That's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, her, her subconscious was showing her this former friend in the form of a spider. Okay. We all dream, but some of us, like I'm a dreamer. Uh, how do we remember them though? I, I used to be in the practice. I used to actually write my dreams down. I did when I, I think around the, when I was in my twenties and probably had a little bit more free time or something Yeah. Um, before family and kids and all that. But um, yeah. Okay. Right. So yeah. remembering your dreams is actually quite easy. 
Yeah. Remember, you do dream every night. Every 90 okay. minutes throughout the night, you're dreaming. And some people think they don't, but they yeah, are. They think they don't, but they are. It's, okay. it's a natural and necessary function of the brain. You, okay. you do dream. Okay. So in order to start remembering them, this is so easy. Whenever you wake up, whether it's in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or you're waking up for good to start your day, you have to stay in bed. And you have to stay in the exact same position that you woke up in because Moving your body is like unplugging yourself from the dream you were literally in seconds ago. True. So stay in that exact same position. Don't move. Don't open your eyes. Don't think about anything. Give yourself three to five minutes of quiet, still time and let the dream come back to you. And then whatever you remember, write it down. If you just remember, ah, someone was wearing red lipstick. Great. Write it down. It's like a muscle. The more you work it every morning, the stronger it gets. And it becomes part of your morning routine. And it is very, very well worth the extra few minutes that you give yourself to do this. What do you want to make sure the women who are listening today take away from this conversation? I want um, you to take away that your dreams are the most powerful part of who you are. Your dreams are your superpower. They will be brutally honest with you. They will guide you. They will inspire you. They will help you problem solve. They will give you an edge in life like you've never had. They are your built-in GPS, your built-in best friend, your built-in therapist. So pay attention to them. Oh, great. And I just, for fun, always like to ask my guests, the show's called The Good Life. What does the good life mean to you, Lori, living the good life? Living the good life is being happy with where you are right now, not overthinking and being grateful and enjoying every moment and every person around you. That's beautiful. And your dreams helped you. I understand you're doing art now because of a yes. dream you had. I had a series of recurring dreams that were nagging me. to. So I, I did art before I was an artist, before I became a dream analyst, but I put my art aside to build my career as a dream analyst. So I just, I stopped. I didn't touch my art for a long, long time. In all those years, I was having these recurring dreams about being in my childhood home and all these fish aquariums filled with fish that were dying or dead, and I'm trying to save them. Those fish represented my creative ideas, my gifts, my talents that would thrive in my creative juices, but I was ignoring them. I neglected them. My subconscious was telling me this part of you is dying. And I knew that, but I still kept saying, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I finally had a lucid dream. I was walking, I was outside my childhood home. And it's always my childhood home because I was born. It was a gift. I was born with the talent. Um, and I'm outside my childhood home and I'm walking up towards it and I realize I'm dreaming. And I noticed this little woman, she was kind of square shaped and her face was pretty nondescript. She just sort of had indentions for eyes and no features. And so I said, okay, what do I need to know right now? My go-to question. And she said, you need to paint and I need to sew. And then I woke up and I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I know I need to paint. I know I need to paint. Okay, so she doesn't mean like needle and thread sew. She means like, you know, reap what you sew. Wow. And so I was like, okay, subconscious, I get it. So because of that dream, I went ahead and ordered some canvases and paints and pencils and pads. And I started drawing again. And then I just put it out on Facebook just to show people, look, I'm drawing again. My dreams are nagging me. And, you know, I do this cute little fairy. And a friend, a Facebook friend said, oh, that's super cute. 
I mean, it was like a pinup, a fairy, like a pinup girl fairy. And she's like, that is really cute. Do you think you could draw me as a pinup girl for this wine label? I'm from my vineyard. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I painted her as a pinup. She shared it. Her friends thought, oh, I want one. Boom. My pinup business was born and I have been painting nonstop with a waiting list of clients ever since. And this oh was gosh. like five years ago. Oh, that's amazing. And we can do this too. So if we're yes. stuck, use your dreams. So Absolutely. we can ask ourselves before bed, help me figure out. Yeah next steps or right right? we can be intentional is that true yes you can absolutely be intentional so you request it and write it go ahead and physically write your request in your journal it's kind of like pressing enter on your computer okay physical act of writing it go to sleep think about it think about what you'd like for yourself like oh maybe you're having you know a problem with a coworker, and you just don't get along and you really hate having to go to work because of this person as you're drifting off think of what the other side of that would be like getting along with them or what, you know, whatever the other side would look like for you. So that will train your brain to think constructively. Delicious. And it will come up with ideas for you on how you can get to that point. I love it. Um, this is such a fun conversation. I could ask you like a million questions, but you've covered literally like everything. And it gives people a place to start. They can check out your book and all the show notes for today will be over at thegoodlifecoach.com. And I'll have links to Lori's social and your website. If you want to just mention what, it, what, it, where do people yeah. find you? It's lauriloenberg.com, but Laurie Lowenberg is hard to say and spell. So you can just Google dream expert and I will be the first three that come up. Yes. And it will for sure be in the show notes over at thegoodlifecoach.com. This has been fantastic. Do share this with your friends because we all dream and we all think they're random, but they're not. And they're powerful and we it's time to embrace it. And this has been so yes. fantastic. Thank you yes. so much, Lori. Thank you. I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you gained some new information or inspiration for your life. That is that the essence of this show is to really wake up to what's possible for you to reclaim your beautiful voice and to really learn to love and prioritize yourself. So if you gained any value from any of the conversations you've tuned into, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can do that right now on your phone. And please do consider leaving a rating and review if you have yet to do so on Apple Podcasts. It's actually how more women can find the show. And I really want to grow a community of women who are loving themselves and living full on. So thank you as always for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.